0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. So glad you're here to join me this morning. I am really excited to continue diving into the book of Ecclesiastes. If you missed last week's episode, episode 47 entitled, What Are You Asking God For? I highly recommend you hit pause, go back, listen to that episode for some context and historical background As we dive into the book of Ecclesiastes today, we're going to be going over chapter one. And again, that last episode was really key in understanding the context of what I'm going to be sharing as we dive into today's episode. So the book of Ecclesiastes, let's dive in. Um, First, as we get into it, I want you to kind of think about a little bit of a scenario. So think of a child with a chocolate egg. They are holding that egg and they're looking at it and they are so excited to open it up and see all of the the chocolate inside of the, you know, the wrapper or whatever, or the foil, and they can't wait to taste it. And so they remove the foil, they have all this anticipation building up of how good it's gonna taste. They bite into it and then they find that the egg is empty. Nothing's in it. So the shell is a little bit sweet, you know, you get a little taste of chocolate, but nothing's inside of it. And you're a little bit disappointed. A kid would be a a little bit disappointed in that, right? This is kind of what it's like when we're grasping at the things of this world, that grasping at the life, you know, that this world tells us is going to be so good. It is, it seems good on the outside. It looks good on the outside, but once you get it, it actually feels empty and hollow. So our sweet is the good our sweet or our good things are things like the power possession pleasure the promotion at work the the pay increase the the status of some capacity and we fight for these things and we strive for these things and then when we get them, we soon realize it was all for nothing and we find ourselves dissatisfied and again, feeling like it wasn't enough or we get to it. We're like, cool, but it doesn't feel like enough. So then we look for the next thing that we have to strive for. And so in this chapter, in Ecclesiastes chapter one, Solomon is explaining this. He explains how he had, he had everything he had tried and tested and tasted Everything he had, all of the wisdom in the world, all of the power, all of the possessions, all of the money, and he still felt like it was all meaningless. And we talked in the last episode, and he still failed, he had everything he could have ever wanted, and he still sinned against God. So it just goes to show our human nature and how much we need God. But he had achieved everything, and he realized at the end of his life, as we dive into this book of Ecclesiastes, he's kind of reflecting on his life. And he's realizing that everything he had really meant nothing. He had achieved it all, but nothing apart from God made him happy. And so if we, as we've set out into this new year in 2023, it's really easy to get caught up in the goals and the achievements and the stuff. And you see it all over social media. You see it all over the internet, probably in your workplace, wherever you are. You see everybody striving for more and pushing for the next big thing or the breakthrough that they're you know, wanting to achieve and goals and those things are not bad. But if that's our only focus, we're missing out. And if we're not careful, we're trying to find meaning in these things and we may achieve them, we may not, but we're not going to be satisfied whether or not we achieve it. And I think it's really crucial that we understand that because true satisfaction can only be found in God. And so I'm going to read actually the first, um, 11 verses of Ecclesiastes chapter one, just because I think that hearing them would be just powerful for all of you who are listening. If you have your Bible, you can open it up and read along with me, but I'm going to start off in verse one. It says the words of the teacher, son of David, King in Jerusalem. So the teacher, this is Solomon referring to himself as the teacher. He says, meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, ever returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. Oh, that's so powerful. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. All things are worrisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear its fill of hearing. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one can say? look, this is something new. It was here already long ago. It was here before our time. This is my favorite verse of all and the one that I'm going to focus on for the rest of the episode. Verse 11, no one remembers the former generations and even those yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow them. So how many of us in our goals and achievements and desires are Looking for our name to be known. And this is kind of a reflection question that we have to be really honest with ourselves in. Most of us want to be seen and known and heard and loved, and we're just striving to be noticed in this world. And what I feel this last verse is saying, verse 11, no one remembers the former generations. People come and people go. And yes, we remember people after they pass away, but it's not the same as as like people remembering us for what we did versus like I don't know the way that we strive to to be the one that people think about. I just think eventually it fades away. Eventually, generations down the road, our family is not gonna really know who we are, who we were. I don't know my great 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 grandpa. I know I remember my great great grandma, but past that, I don't remember my family line. And so eventually our names are just kind of like pushed away in the dust and nobody knows who we are and who we were. And, um, you know, there are some people who make big impacts in the world, but eventually those people are also forgotten. If you think of history now, you know, think of what the schools are teaching in history. We learn of all these people who invented all these things and did all these great things. And half the time we don't remember them after we get out of school because we're not being tested on it anymore and so when we're seeking to be known instead of making him known and knowing him we're missing the mark and that's what solomon is is saying here in this chapter is our human achievements are going to disappear and you know if we're just focusing on how we can look better for others or how we can be more self-sufficient or how we can succeed we miss out and I think Solomon's goal in this was to show that earthly possessions and and human accomplishments are ultimately going to leave us feeling empty and we're going to feel just lost in who we are if those are our only focus. So when we instead pursue a relationship with God and we strive every day to get to know him more and to honor him more and to be more like Christ, that's where we find true satisfaction. And it's only through him that we can find that and we can understand that. And so as we are going about our goals and, you know, as we continue into the rest of this new year, it's almost February by the time this episode is airing. I want to really challenge all of us to think about what our focus is on. Are we focusing on God and making him known and building our relationship with him? Or are we focusing on ourselves and making ourselves known and becoming the the king or the queen of our own lives? It's really important that we think about that. And so my application for us for this episode is to know God and make him known. There's a verse, uh, Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23. And this is a verse I think about all the time. And we actually talked about this in small group at church the other night. Um, What's your biggest fear? We're we're reading a book called Fearless by Max Lucado or Lucado. I'm not sure how to say it. Um, But our pastor in the small group just said, you know, what's your biggest fear? And everybody was kind of thinking about different things and making different, you know, losing our spouse, losing our kids, which are all very sad and very scary things. But he said that his biggest fear was to get to heaven and have God say, I didn't know you. And that verse comes from Matthew seven twenty one through 23. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Now, can you imagine we're here on earth and maybe we are striving to make God known, but are we striving to make him known without ourselves first knowing him? Are we focusing on knowing him and building a relationship with him for ourselves before we're doing that for other people or before we're preaching him to other people we don't want to do all of these great works and achieve all of these great things and never have really had a relationship with God because again in the end it's not going to matter if we get to heaven someday we're standing at those gates and he says I didn't know you we're not going to enter heaven and that is a scary thought and when our pastor brought that up it just really spoke to me our focus needs to shift from the things that we can achieve and how great we can make ourselves look. And it needs to be, it needs to be centered on our relationship with God. How can I know God more today, more than I did yesterday? How can I let God in more today than I did yesterday? And so that's a question that we have to each ask ourselves and we have to work towards each day so that when we do get up to heaven. He can give us that well done, my good and faithful servant. Not only did we achieve great things for him, but we knew him along the way. That's how we get that that well done. So that's our focus. That's where I hope you will start to focus. Um, and I hope this episode spoke to you. We'll be talking a little bit more through the book of Ecclesiastes in the next few episodes. I would love to hear your thoughts on this one. If something stood out to you, if something helped you, made you think a different way you can message me, email me, tag me on social media with a screenshot of this episode. I always love hearing from you. So I'd love to hear from you. I hope that you will look through the book of Ecclesiastes for yourself, maybe, and have some quiet time with God through this book and ask him to speak to you in different ways and show him where you might not be building that relationship with him. So let's pray and we will close out this episode. God, I thank you for your word and the wisdom that you give us in it, God. Thank you for the examples we have in people like King Solomon. While he was not perfect, God, he's such a great example of how we can honor you in our actions and our thoughts and our our desires, God. He was a man who had the opportunity to ask for anything in the world, and yet he asked for your wisdom. And God, I ask today that you would help all of us to ask for your wisdom as well, that you would pour your wisdom into each of our hearts and our minds, and that you would help us to grow in our walk with you so that when we do get to heaven someday, you look at us and you know us because we had a relationship with you here on earth. I pray that you take away the temptation of all of the desires of this world and all of the things that ultimately don't matter, God, help us to know you and then to make you known. That's our focus. That's our goal. We want to honor you and love you and serve you and have a relationship with you more than anything else. We love you and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.